back to another episode of Too Much Podtar. Back again with another This Day in Baseball History. As today is March 31st as we look back on what happened on this day. The biggest moments. I got Nick Jahami back again with another one. That's gone. George Brett has just homered and Billy Martin and the Yankees want the bat. Look at Martin. Well, what you're talking about, Frank, is that he's got too much pod tar. <laughs> way, way too much pod tar. 2019, Christian Yelich tied a major league record by harming in fourth, his fourth straight game to start the season, and he was only the sixth player to accomplish the feat. So... And Christian Yelich ended up finishing in MVP voting last year, but Cody Bellinger won it. And, well, Yelich ended up being injured at the end of the year. Maybe he probably would have had a chance to win it if it wasn't for his injury, but still had a really good season. So start that off there with four home runs. It's four straight games. So. Also, last year was. Elvis Luciano, he became the first player born in the 21st century to appear in the Major League debut. 28. Appear in a Major League game, I mean, and he debuted for the Blue Jays. That's cool. I feel it makes me feel a little old. I know I'm not old, but like when I see players debuting in the MLB that are younger than me, it's it, it, it takes a toll. <laughs> Yeah. He actually he never pitched above rookie rookie A. I mean rookie ball before that season, before last season. He, I don't even know. I don't think he really did much of last year because I didn't see anything else after that. Like he wasn't. I didn't either. I don't know, but he did. He's probably like up and down for the whole season, like from minor leagues. He that's pitched up in 25 games. Mm, that's not bad. Yeah. 5.35 ERA. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's 19, so I'll <laughs> yeah. I don't expect anything crazy. Yeah. Gotta get lit up a little bit. That's cool, though. Yeah. It's kind of like turning the page, like, as in, as now. Yeah. Now Beltre and Bartolo Colon were the last two, last two players that were active in the previous century. You never know. You never know. There's still time. The exactly <clears throat> could still come back. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, now it's Syndergaard out for the Mets to come back. There we go. See, everything happens for a reason. We go back to 2017. Uh, the Braves opened up SunTrust Park with the spring training game against the Yankees. 
and then they officially opened for opening day in two weeks from then. And they go to 2014. Um, the first time that they used expanded replay was was that year. They had challenge the first challenges. Um, Rich Renteria, the Cubs manager, he was the first to challenge as he challenged a close call at first plate, first base, but then they re- replayed it and they confirmed the call. And then also, um, Freddie Gonzalez, the Braves manager, he challenged the safe call at first base and it was overturned after review. So now obviously challenges are still a thing and they. I think now this year it's going to be well you have like a time like a 30 second time limit to challenge something is that what it is i i'm losing track of the whole like logistics of it at this point yeah i don't it's i mean it makes sense to just not like you shouldn't have that much time to decide anyway oh 100 percent Cause it's like, I actually didn't know. I didn't know it was 2014. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was sooner that they did that. Yeah, I thought so too. And also, Freddie Gonzalez would be the first one to successfully do a challenge. I, I figured he'd be the first one to challenge. Would mm-hmm. be the first one to win a fucking challenge. Yeah. Then Mike Winters was the first umpire to ask for a view himself. And it was about it was on a on a play at home. And he was making sure that John Jaso correctly blocked the plate when he was tagging out Michael 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 Brantley Michael Brantley Michael Brantley Michael Brantley speak English too much potter (laughs) but but yeah that's I didn't think it was that. I didn't think it was that soon that they did challenges. I thought it was like 2016 or something. Yeah, it feels like it was more recently. But then 2013, I hate to talk about the this team, but the Astros won their first their first game as an American League team after being in the National League for. However many years they were in in the league at all, I don't know how, how long they've been around. But oh, I mean, on a on a high note, and this is only a high note, you know, like for you because I know how much you just love the Astros. <laughs> that was uh, their third straight year in which they set the franchise record for losses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A high note for you, not for them. But... They should have started banging then. They wanted to be good. <laughs> oh. 
That's what led to it all. Oh, yeah. They're like, fuck this. <laughs> we're not going to win 100 games. I mean, we're not going to lose 100 games again. Ever again. 2012, I'm looking here. The A's, Tom Malone, he pitched six perfect innings in, in a AAA game. <clears throat> and then he was relieved by Andrew Kerrigan, and he, he ended up walking a couple of batters, but he didn't give up any hits. And then they ended up calling the game um, because of rain. So then that means that they gave them a no-hitter for that. Which no is, hitter. Which is interesting. Which meant on base. Yeah. It's inter- that's interesting. Like a, a less than seven inning game. And they, they get a no hitter off of it. Yeah, put the little asterisk next to that one. Yeah. I mean, it's only AAA, so it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. You know what? It means something to them. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. In 2011, there's at Dodger Stadium a, this 42-year-old par- paramedic was assaulted by Dodgers fans for just wearing a Giants cap. And he ended up having to he ended up going into a coma. Jesus. Those are always... I, I understand loving a team and hating, to say, hating another team and sometimes even getting to the point of hating their fans, but to the point of it getting physical is always a little too much. Uh, not even a little too much. It's too much. <laughs> too much. Hot it's too much. Too much pods are, and alcohol. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2009, the Tigers cut Gary Sheffield, who was only one home run shy of 500 for his career. He only, he'd only hit 178 in spring training. Did hit five home runs and 45 at-bats. And then they replaced Sheffield as their DH with Marcus Timms. So, and that, I'm pretty sure that ended his career. No, no. No? He hit his 500. He came over to the Mets for one season. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think he did very much on the Mets, but he came over to the Mets. (laughs) Yeah. Just to hit that home run. Hey, 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 he hit a good like ten of them. Yeah, he finished with five and a nine. <laughs> but that was his last year. Oh uh, yeah, that was his last season. That. Yeah. Hey, he played with eight teams. He played with Marlins, Dodgers, Brewers, Yankees. Braves, Padres, Tigers, Mets. Yeah. I never really knew it was that many. Uh, I didn't even realize he was with the Tigers. 
Tigers, I knew he was with. But there's some of those teams there that I was just it completely threw me off. Yeah. Thing is, too, he was with most of, most of them for at least two years. The Mets was the only one he was with for one year. Oh, yeah. Actually, probably the only reason I remember he was with the Tigers because it was right before the Mets. Two thousand eight, the the Cubs unveiled a statue of Ernie Banks outside Wrigley Field, but the sculptor Lou Sella he had engraved "Let's Play Two without the apostrophe and "Let's." <laughs> that's such a that's such a weird <laughs> on this day type of thing. But wait, couldn't he just? Just add it in. <laughs> Just to go back. <laughs> As we go on doing these episodes, <laughs> we just find the weirder and weirder things. Uh. Oh, my God. Um, 2001, Pirates moved from Three Rivers Stadium, where they played for 31 years, to PNC Park. And they opened against the Mets in a spring training game. Lost 4-3. Damn right they did. <laughs> spring training. <laughs> Damn right they did. That's why the Mets won. <laughs> <laughs> That was. Let me say that is a beautiful stadium, though. I've been there. It's really, really nice. I haven't been there, but I've heard. I've heard good things about it. Yeah. I was actually. Oh, it's funny. I was actually there when they were playing the Tigers. Uh, there we go. Which is the World Series this year? That's what's going to be the World Series matchup, yeah. Yeah, I actually I got like really good seats. Like it was the it was when they were like. Well, they are, still are, but when they were shitty, like, so I had the tickets were cheap, so I got them. Like, I think I I'm going to buy World Series tickets this year for the Pirates Tigers. Oh yeah, yeah. I should do that. I think I think we need a nice score pro ad outing for the World Series. We should. When yeah. it, when it's the Pirates versus the Tigers. <laughs> Pod tar at the World Series. Yeah. <laughs> that would be an interesting thing. Then we just say, like, we called this back in March, February. <laughs> <laughs> just everyone. How? <laughs> Why? <laughs> what were you on? Pod tour. Well, <laughs> I mean, it happened though. We didn't. It, if it happened, then we're not on anything because it, it was true. <laughs> we were on a we were on a crystal ball. <laughs> we had. Um, I I got to think back to what was going on that day that even brought up that prediction. <laughs> I have no idea. I think I don't know. 
Oh. Um. Why were we talking? I don't think it was a Tigers season preview. No, just a random episode. We, and we just talked about the Tigers, and we decided to say, wait, who's on the Tigers? I, I guess. Yeah. We're just like, wait, who's even on the Tigers? Do I know anybody besides that's, that's all I remember. I, I, remember it's, I remember it becoming who's on the Tigers. That's it. They're winning the World Series. Uh, Nico good from MVP. Yeah. God. Um, what else happened here on this year? Oh, that's a rhyme. Or on this day, what the hell? I keep saying. On this year. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's see, what the hell happened? Well, there's a lot of stuff that happened in 1998. The, the, De- the Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay Devil Rays had their first game ever losing to the said Tigers, 11-6. There you go. And Wade Boggs hit the first home run in team history. Ooh, that's cool. Also, the the Diamondbacks opened up their first game ever with a... They also lost 9-2 against the Rockies. And then here we go with this. The Mets and Phillies tied the National League mark for the longest opening day game with the Mets winning one nothing in 14 innings on Alberto Castillo's singer, single. Singer? What the hell is a singer? <laughs> <laughs> he sang the National Anthem. <laughs> Kurt Schilling shut out the Mets for the first eight innings and only two hits. Damn. This okay. sounds like a Mets victory right there. Yep. <laughs> it's your basic everyday Mets victory. Shut out for eight innings, two hits. And then wins the game, one nothing. Oh jeez. Only on opening day. That's that's the you know. Wait. Holy I'm looking at the same year. The Reds Pokey uh first off, his name Pokey, Pokey Reeves. Yes. He committed four errors on his first three chances in the field. Just... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. All right. Uh, well, that that's uh, – is it separate errors if it's a fielding error and then a throwing error? Yeah, I think it is. That must be it. <laughs> <laughs> he must have bobbled. A, he must have, like – must have, like, bounced off his glove and then he tried to throw it and threw it, like, over the freaking – Whatever, throw it into the camera well. <laughs> you know what the best part of this is? No. Won the gold glove twice. Oh. <laughs> How? <laughs> what year is this? This is ninety-eight. Yeah. Uh he won it in ninety-nine and two thousand. Oh, geez. Okay. He must have been like all right, I'm making no more arrows the rest of my career. That was it. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, speaking of errors. He actually had more errors in 2000 than he did in 98. All right. Uh, oh, my oh, wait. God. I think he he won one in 2000. Oh, no, that's for some reason showing. 
1999 twice. That's weird. Yeah. More errors in 2000 than 1998. How? It says your gold gloves are stupid. I mean, yeah. Charles Johnson, he recorded his first error in 172 consecutive, after not recording one in 172 consecutive games. Damn. And then they lost their next 10 games. Jesus. Just because he made the error, he, they lost 10 more ten games in a row. Good. <laughs> this, being... is during, this is during the Marlins, like, like, high moments. They won the year before, like, screw them. <laughs> they could get 10. <laughs> they could afford 10 losses. <clears throat> There we go, 1996, first, first time the, the regular season opened in March. Mariners versus White Sox, and it went to 12 innings at the Kingdom. The Kingdom. The Mariners pitchers struck out 21 batters, which included Randy Johnson striking out 14 in seven innings. And now it's just normal for us to start in March. Yeah. Well, uh, as we sit here missing baseball. As we sit here not starting March this year. <laughs> as it is now March 31st. <laughs> yeah, the day this releases. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, the, one of the biggest things on this day was 1995 the longest strike in sports history ended the 1994 strike and, it, and well it ended in it didn't end up going until 1995 it ended that's when it ended in 1995 and and they just it was in a courtroom the u.s district court court a corkscrew oh. I'm just gonna keep, I'm gonna keep making fun of my whenever I like make the, like mistakes when I'm speaking. Um, they decided they were revert to the old rules from the previous season, and they trimmed 18 games from the season because of the timing of the order. Probably better than what we're going to get this year. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it might be close to that, though, because we could still get 140 games. Yeah. So it might not be too bad. Um, oh, yes, yeah, 1994. Michael Jordan was assigned to the White Sox AA Birmingham Barons of the Southern League. As MJ became a two-sport star, well, not really star. He wasn't really he didn't he didn't really do much with the White Sox. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't the greatest uh, baseball player. No, he couldn't say he's the goat in two sports. No, no. There are definitely better two-sport athletes out there. Yeah, but he he was solid. 
are we gonna get another two sport athlete with T- Tebow? Is he gonna be called up? <laughs> no, he at sucks. some point they he'll probably come up at some point with like when they expand like end of season type of expansion. I see it happening at some point. But like <laughs> yeah, actually think, staying in the majors like uh I think if they were going to call him up they should have done it like when they sucked. That's that's the time to do it. Like if well if they end up sucking this year then they should just do it. But it's all just like a um, publicity like, stunt. Yeah, just a publicity stunt anyway. I think a decent part of it is. That's why they call him up to spring training. Yeah. He's actually not that, like, it's not like he's bad. Like, he's actually <laughs> somewhat decent. But, like, is he to the level of some of these other guys? No. <laughs> no. Should put his minor league stats to... Uh, to to Jordan's. Oh. <laughs> uh, batting average is a little better. About like 20. 223 instead of 202. Double the games. He has... Jordan had three home runs. Tebow played double the games, but he has 18. Mm. I mean, compared, Tebow's probably better than the baseball players of the two, but Jordan. that's not saying much. I mean, Jordan stole 30 bases, so he has the speed. He did. That he did. Uh, that's, that's also what it is. They're, they're kind of two different types of players. Yeah. And then we got... Got a whole bunch of trades here. With this, um, not really any anything that notable. Maybe the most notable one is Vince DiMaggio, the brother of Joe DiMaggio. In nineteen forty-five, was traded to the Pirates, or traded from the Pirates to the Phillies, which I don't think he did anything anyway, because his brother was the one who was the the big big gun. Obviously. Vince, uh, Vince, Vince wasn't completely terrible. He was nowhere near his brother. Two all-star appearances. Uh, led the league in strikeouts a lot, though. <laughs> no. So, not, not terrible, but, uh, not great. Yeah, and then that same year he was well, the same like yeah, nineteen forty six he was traded to the Giants, and then and then he didn't play after that. So he had a what? How many? Ten years. He played for ten years. Um. What was that? What was that other one we talked? We said, oh, the ni- 1968, the the uh, expansion team in Seattle. They were named the Pilots. 
and then they but they only lasted one season and became the Brewers, the Milwaukee Brewers after Brewers after that. Imagine having a team for one season. That's sad. Like imagine like let's like if New York didn't have uh, obviously terrible example because New York it's like two teams for every week but imagine not having a team in New York and then they give you a team finally and that's just like uh, no <laughs> uh, no sorry you suck <laughs> yeah we're gonna move <laughs> I guess they just didn't like the rain in Seattle Probably got like rained out like every game or something. I mean, now now the Mariners do it. Yeah. Who the hell? Like the Mariners have nobody. Player wise. Yeah. Like, who do they have? Like, I don't even know. The Mariners play baseball. Oh no! I'm no, I meant ping pong. Oh, oh, the Mariners ping pong team. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know. I've been a little. I've been a little bit off. You know the ping pong game. Oh really? Come on. I know. I know. I I gotta get back onto that. There's no. There's really no sports on. Like, come on. I know Wait. ping pong. Honestly, is one of the sports that. Probably on right now. Who do the Mariners have though? Um, G. Gordon, Kyle Seeger, oh, yeah. Daniel Vogelbach. Wait, do they still have D. Gordon? I thought they, I thought he was somewhere else now. Is he? I thought he signed somewhere else. Or is that no? I was thinking. Oh wait, um, D. Gordon. Uh, no. Yeah, he's he's still with the Mariners. As far as I know, he's still with them. Yeah, uh, I think I was Mitch thinking... and his half a testicle. Oh, <laughs> yeah, killing my fantasy baseball dreams. Oh yeah, Kyle... one testicle injury at a time. <laughs> Kyle Seager, that's another one. Yeah. Uh. Mm. Oh yeah. Did you say Vogelbach? I don't remember. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mariners. Uh, Malik Smith. <laughs> what the hell? I just looked up Mariners and S- SB Nation. It's a, the one article just says why we're making a three hour documentary series on the Seattle Mariners. <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> why I wanna... But why? <laughs> well, I guess they're answering it in the article. Yep. <laughs> That's that's a great article, then. That's a no. great uh, that's a great title for it. Clickbait. Yeah, one hundred percent. Then it just says, "What magic?" It just says, "We're really not." That was just a joke, right? <laughs> oh wait, come on! It's not even loading. I just want to see what it says. <laughs> it's just a spinny wheel of death. All right, I got it open. 
Come on. This is the most fascinating team in the history of American sports. You'll just have to trust us on this one. What? <laughs> well. Um, um, I guess on that note, we're, that's the end of this day. Oh, yeah. Forgot that's what we were doing. <laughs> March 31st. Um, and we'll be continuing to do this and finding some weird things and cracking up about it. A lot of interesting things that go on in baseball history. You'd find some really cool things, so... Definitely we'll keep doing this. So stay tuned for more. And you can never have too much pod tar. <laughs>